Welcome back to your soon-to-be favorite podcast. I'm Angelica. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Here We Grow. Hey guys, this is Editing Kelsey hopping on to let you guys know we recorded so much content with Luis that we decided to split it into two parts. They'll both be released on the same day, so no worries. Um, But just so you know, we'll cut it at some point and you'll have to head over to part two to listen to the rest. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Hey guys. Hey. We have a guest today. With Louise. What's Louis. up? Louis, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> Where did squeeze, squeeze come from? Yeah. Uh, when did it start? It happened. I think it. I think it was during the soccer season or something like that. Can you? Back in high school. Um. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. I can't remember who called me that, but I think it started there. I remember saying it. I remember calling you that, but I don't know. Yeah. How. Oh, I never heard that, but I just Snowball. know Brian said it on. Snowball. Like, that one was way worse, bro. I was like, oh. yo, that one started because my. Uh, cause of, uh, who was it? Nancy. Nancy. I don't know if she's going to be watching this, but she <laughs> ran, Nancy? it's this chick from middle, it started in middle school in Shortridge oh. and it carried on to broader pool, which is weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was so weird, dude. I don't know. This is the weirdest story too. Please tell it. Oh yes, please tell us. First of all, I want to, I want to thank you guys for having me on. Oh yeah. First of all. No, we are, we are the ones who are honored here. No, I'm honored. No, no, I'm honored. No, we are honored. <laughs> Hold on, we'll solve this right now. Who has more followers on Instagram? We're the ones who are honored. They do. No, it's you. (laughs) I'm trying to give you 200. (laughs) Just kidding. No, but uh, no, I like what you guys are doing. It's pretty cool. So it's it's cool to be part of the journey for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Uh, so this chick, Nancy. Nancy. do Do you know? Do you know her? Yes, yes. Kelsey, be better last name. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's why I went to Broadway because she went to Broadway too. You followed her to a high school? No, no, no. We we were at Shortridge together and then we both oh, went okay, to Broadway okay, together. That, that's that why it carried over. Oh, okay. Now it makes yeah, right, sense. Right, right, right. But now, it started, 13 years later. Yeah, it, it started to make sense. But I ended up like becoming popular because of that name. It was so weird. Like she named me <laughs> Snowball because I, I used to always wear white. And oh, it's you're, I thought you were dead. And I was like, chubby. Oh, no, what? I was in middle school, dude. Damn, Lee. Hey, I, I middle school would be crazy I didn't these discover days. that until I was 21. Uh, oh, my God. Cut that out. No, don't cut it out. <laughs> I knew that. The hard truth. <laughs> but, I didn't know shit. I'm innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, not just Um. So. What was the other name he put on there? Squeeze, squeeze. Squeeze, squeeze. Mr. Fresh. Mr. Fr- who said that? Brian. Brian said all those things. <laughs> oh, right on, Brian. Appreciate you. Gassing me up on the co- on the mm-hmm. on the podcast. That's a good cousin. Yeah, no, I love him. I love Brian. Forever. Oh yeah. So if you didn't know, Brian is Lisa's cousin. Yep. Yeah, we said that in Brian's episode multiple times. So if you've listened to Brian's episode, then you'll you have would have heard us mm-hmm. say Lisa's <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Brian's a great person. I love him. He's, we he's love him too. Yeah. And shout out to Brian because he got us our new setup today. Y'all notice we oh, got new yes. mics. Mm-hmm. Sound better. Brian I mean, he didn't buy it for us. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I was like, damn, he's a, he's the MVP. Yeah. 
He's an MVP for that one. No, we talked at length about what we needed for, like, mics and the interface and everything. And he was, like, really giving us a lot, or me, a lot of advice about what we should get. Mm-hmm. And we ended up getting the exact thing that he thought we should get. So, shout out to Brian. Shout and out he's Brian. an avid listener, so thank you for that, too. Yeah, shout out Brian. Shout out Brian, Brian, Brian. Let's go. How many he's times do we say his name? Gains out here. Every time you hear Brian's name in this podcast, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> take a shot. Take a shot for us. Go get the, go get the bottle. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a whole cart full of them. <laughs> you just tell me which one. You just made her sound like an really? alcoholic. Not just play. <laughs> I'm not. No, we know. Anyway. <laughs> so. So where please, are we at? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What you want to know? <laughs> if if someone like if you go up to someone, how would you describe yourself? Like how you describe how do you, you introduce do, yourself? Are, yeah, yeah. How do you introduce yourself? Uh, so I just say, hey, I'm Louis. I'm an entrepreneur here in, in Indianapolis, and I, I really don't even know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay well, so tell us about I the businesses. Not, yeah, so businesses. Yeah. So I do own a clothing brand called Meraki Fits, mm-hmm. uh, and shout also out. I have yeah, shout out Meraki Fit LLC, mm-hmm. and I have another business called uh, Sober Prince, mm-hmm. which I do screen printing for for people and businesses like that. So yeah, I was telling her that Levi is involved in it in some way. Can you tell us about mm-hmm. Levi? So Levi, he's a big influence with me or um for for me. Shout out to Levi. Yeah, shout out Levi Nicholas. <laughs> he has his own clothing brand as well, mm-hmm. and so we just kind of like throw each other ideas and help each other out. We kind of do like a service for service mm-hmm. so we don't have to pay for you know that. what i'm saying so i print his stuff and then he he kind of like uh like i was with him yesterday actually we spent like four hours uh reverse engineering a pair of leggings mm. and we it took forever oh, so i saw the video of that on yeah your story. it took yeah it took like two hours because wow. we had to take each little stitch out and then just had it all flat out and stuff like that because mm-hmm. we're trying to work on a, our own leggings for meraki mm-hmm. and i want them to be unique and you know saying so how yep. kind of stand out from the rest of the leggings so there's just so much yeah. out there yeah. you know so let me tell you the biggest thing is them not being see-through yeah that's the biggest thing that's mm-hmm. what I've, i actually that's what i actually got i got some a pair of leggings from uh old navy mm-hmm. and those for yourself no, not for my. Just, <laughs> oh, I was like, two, no, not too like. Some two. men wear leggings when they're working out, though. Mm-hmm. Like they don't call them leggings. No shade. But, I was just asking. You know, like what are they tights called? or whatever. I don't know. Oh, what they they're like uh, thermals, I think. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't wear them personally, but there's people that ask me for it, and I'm just like, I'll get there. I'll get yeah. there eventually. But yeah. I really want to focus on women's because we have a lot of men's stuff already. Mm-hmm. So I really want to dedicate something for the women. You know, like Levi's really helped me out. Like he's mm-hmm. like teaching me. Like he's. Teach me the history of the fabrics, how it's made from scratch. From he's the so cool factory. that he knows all that stuff. Yeah, I know. He's he's very uh, intelligent. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I have the honor to learn from him. So yeah. it's been pretty cool. The, well, I was just telling her the way I know Levi the best is because we were in an art class together that was a sewing class, which is so mm-hmm. ironic because of where he is now. You're right. And like we, I think we got close because like we were the only ones in the class that were like catching on and that mm-hmm. could actually like sew and like get a yeah. good grade. Yeah. Everybody else was not getting it at all. <laughs> and that's yeah, awesome. yeah, I don't sewing class yep it was like it was like once yes it was one semester of the art the art magnet Mm -hmm. like curriculum or whatever and um (laughs) i I was was an art magnet the whole the whole you were an art what was the magnet you were in art art (laughs) (laughs) what magnet were you now uh but what year did you graduate uh so i didn't graduate but uh Um. yeah i'm I'm dropout Wow, but look, you're in your own business. 
surprised. Yo, yo, Sorry, yo, mom. You really don't. You just Sorry, need a. <laughs> People be surprised when I tell them. They're like, what? I'm like, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Did, wait, when did you, when? So, <laughs> when would it was you have winter graduated? break of 23rd. Uh, 2012, so I think, right? Spring break of 2012? No, winter, winter break. break. Oh, yeah. winter break. Because I, I ended up going to tech for my senior year because, oh. you know, of a girl. Uh, worst mistake, but, you know, <laughs> girls, you, learn. you know, yeah, you learn, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I uh, did one semester, and then once winter break came, I just never came back. And I was like, mm. you were just done? Yeah, I was like, fuck that. I wasn't going to graduate on time anyways. And I wasn't going to put the work in to graduate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? you're a with yourself. You yeah. know what? I'm not, it's not for me. You know what well, you're going to yeah. yeah. Plus, I was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> plus, I was like, I had big dreams of becoming like uh, a guitarist and building a band. <laughs> Do you still play? No, I don't play anymore. <laughs> but I still remember how to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's could. not like. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it sounds dumb when I look back. If you back were, at it, you yeah. didn't own a business and then you mm -hmm. said that, you would laugh at yourself about that. But you did achieve that, so mm -hmm. you, still you know. Could. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. could. I mean, I definitely want to do something to music mm -hmm. later on, I'm once ready. I get these businesses off the ground. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something I want to do. Hey guys, did you know that we have merch? Merch. And if you're looking on YouTube, Angelica's wearing it. <laughs> Um, if you want to buy merch, go to our Instagram. Our um, link tree is in our bio. Buy one for your girlfriend. Buy one for your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your auntie, your uncle, your cousins, your grandma, your grandpa. Yes. Everybody. They, they are unisexual. So Unisexual. <laughs> okay? Unisexual. Um, if you don't have access to our uh, link tree, you can just go to bonfire.com slash here dash we dash grow dash podcast we have shirts yes we have crewnecks pullover hoodie mm -hmm. crew neck we could add some more stuff later if we want to but it is it is good please go get some please do it so that people say what's on your shirt and then you can say oh it's a podcast i listen to you should listen to and speaking of which if you're listening to the podcast right now which is how you're hearing my voice send our podcast to someone you think will like it music management before wait no nah, that was my first time i didn't know what the hell i was doing no no, no i'm saying oh. like before today which is i'm saying you could still go back to that if you wanted to yeah music. it's just the scene is kind of toxic because i was managing him and skeptic so the dj there oh. so i was managing them both and i was trying I to start an that dj skeptic uh i, I used to promote him all the time yeah. so you probably seen him on my social media Okay. Mm-hmm. So me and him, I mean, um, so yeah, so we we're, I was trying to start like an entertainment business where... Was that your first business venture? Um, was, uh, I think so. Like semi-successful, I guess you could say, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was trying to start like an entertainment business where, you know, we hit clubs and stuff like that. I have him DJ and then have him like perform and stuff like that and then start getting events going where we host our own club events or kind of thing so and it just went down quickly because we were all you know still young and immature and stuff like that and then he, skeptic wouldn't listen sometimes and it's okay because he was young too yeah he was so, skeptical probably yeah yeah <laughs> sorry that was no, a bad no pun joke. Intended. how old is he he was under 21 for sure and oh. he was getting the clubs yeah oh, so wow okay. uh-huh but 
And then Rome, um, you know, he's a very talented artist, but it just, we were all in a different headspace. So mm-hmm. it, we all kind of just got into it at the, I, I think after that house party, we just kind of went downhill mm. and we just split up. So it was called Sobro Entertainment, which is funny, you know. Mm. Where did yeah. Sobro come from? Uh, actually, Brian. Brian, uh, so you know what Sobro means, right? Mm-hmm. South of Broderpool? Yeah, and I remember Brian and I actually went to a restaurant called Sobro in Broderpool. Sobro Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, which no. is what... I thought that's where you guys got your name. I'm like, wait a minute, is that copyright? Like, what is that? <laughs> no, no, so it's just. Um, it just means so, a lot more businesses use it now. Mm-hmm. It's like becoming more popular of a term. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, especially because South Broadway is being gentrified. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I grew up there, so you know, residents. Did you really? Yeah, I grew up in Broadway. Well, you like lived there? You still live over there? I st- well, I don't live there anymore, but my mom still does. So, literally, Fifty Second and Rowaldo, mm. I grew up there. But yeah, so that's where that's that came from. But uh, Brian was the one that brought it up. He said, "What about Sobro?" I was like, "You know what? Fuck it." So Sober Prince came first, right? Sober uh, Prince came first. No, Sober, no. So Sobro transformed to a lot of different things. So it started with entertainment, then it went to real estate. What? Then it went to yeah, yeah. I tried to I tried to do real estate, but that was no go. So I was like, "Wow, did yeah. you get licensed?" No. <laughs> I was doing wholesaling, so you don't have to have a license. You were doing what? Wholesaling. So oh. I'm just like the middleman, gotcha. trying to connect the buyer with the seller kind of thing. Oh. So, uh, But my ass could not get to, I could not get the cold calling part. Because yeah. I didn't know how to, I didn't know any shit, so I'm just like sounding like a noob. And yeah, and yeah, I got cussed out a lot. So I was like, oh, yeah. shit. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to dip out on this one. And yeah. then I started Sobro Trades, so that started my own hedge, hedge fund. <laughs> Illegally, it's fine. <laughs> you heard it here first, like 15K. folks. I wow. raised up to 15K. Wow. Like people trusted me with their money. I didn't make... I, I'm So I was trading. I made a shit ton of money off trading. I need trading. you to help us pay off these microphones. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not in that game anymore. Yeah, I just, I'm I just did. kidding. It's very toxic. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, yeah, so people gave me their money, and I was managing accounts of, like, 2000 3000 So glad you account. didn't hit me up for that. <laughs> yeah, no. It, well, luckily, I knew something was going on with the stock market, and I felt we, really weird, like a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, guys, just sell out right now. Just sell out. Because I wouldn't. I, I kept my money in there, but I was like, I'm not about to have you guys lose your money. Yeah. And comes, like, what, maybe a few weeks later, the fucking stock market tanked. And I lost, like, 3 k Damn. Mm-hmm. So at least you saved everybody. Else, I saved though. everybody. You didn't, like, yeah. Make everybody pissed off at you. And exactly. That's what I was coming like. Coming for your neck. Right. So <laughs> I was like, "Yo, just take your money." That's big risk cause... stuff, right there. Right. You got some big balls, dude. <laughs> I'm just a risk taker. I just that's Apparently. why that's where I'm at. You know, what I'm saying like I just just throw myself. I don't think about it. That's why. <laughs> I don't think about it because when I start thinking about it, then I start fearing, and then mm-hmm. when I fear. I hesitate. I and mean, then fear I, is what I, keeps most of us from, like, reaching our dreams or going after it. Does, it I does. I was kind of that way when, like, I wanted to start this podcast. I'm like, let's start a podcast. Let's do it. Like, yeah. we already had microphones. We already had the means to start doing it. And uh, I don't know if you've heard this story, but when we first started, when I wanted Angelica to be my co-host, mm-hmm. I sent her a meme that I made that was a picture of a man proposing to a woman. And it said, will you be my podcast <laughs> co-host? Or no, will you start a podcast with me or something Aww. like that? She was like, was this meant for me? <laughs> No way she's asking. Right. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that's awesome, though. Like, you guys guys are a a perfect couple for this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thanks. You guys are awesome. No, for real. That's why I was excited about coming. Huh? We've been doing it for like eight months now. Eight months Since April. Really? We have 30. This will be the 31st episode plus three bonus episodes. 
That's good. That's real good because yeah. um, the statistics are, I think after 21 episodes is when um, things start getting most starting, yeah. people fail. Yeah, most I people think fail after 31, we'll this see. one might be the one. Nah, I, no. <laughs> What? I said after 31, this one might be the one. The one what? Where you guys fail. That we, no, I'm just kidding. No, that we, oh, that's like, what that's she thought. What I, thought I know. That's it? <laughs> no, because he said the statistic On the was finale. 21 <laughs> is when you start taking off. 2024, no more episodes. <laughs> this is the last episode of the year, too. Like, oh, nice. We're going to do a bonus, but... Um, uh-huh. It'll come out the day after. Do, like, episodes. bloopers or the uh, uncut. <laughs> oh, we should do that. Versions. No, Dude. but we will be doing like TikTok clips of this episode. Oh so hell yeah, hell yeah. Hopefully that will help with. Uh, I don't know. Do I follow you guys stuff. on TikTok? Yes, I do. Okay. Kelsey runs social media. If you think I'm responding to you, I'm it's not. me. Yeah. <laughs> earlier, earlier we were messaging, messaging was or I was messaging with Sal, and he's like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "It's all pretty much always gonna be me." Okay. <laughs> Unless Kelsey tells me like, "Hey, check the messages." Right. It, it's me. I feel that. I'm the same way <laughs> with Mariah. Um, Sometimes Angelica will be the one that Wait, posts the question the box. I do. I do. Uh, I run everything. Like I do. Okay, so talk about Meraki now. Now that you brought it up, <laughs> where does it come from? Because I've even like googled the name, and I'm like, yeah. is this? Is this? Is it's, this? It's a Greek connection? word. Did you see a Greek word? Yeah. So like you connected it to that. Like that's where you yeah. came from. Okay. Yeah. So um, actually, my brother came up with that name. So me and him. Uh, I had just gotten fired. So you're not the name maker. No, 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 no. <laughs> not so bro, not Mariah. Nah, it's a, I mean, you know, you got the idea, man. The, yeah. I'm the idea, man. I, I'm the one that pushes the idea. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So a lot of the designs Nelson came up with. Um, sometimes I, I throw them like this one I made, mm-hmm. or he made this part, then I just added that. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys don't know what he's yeah. talking about, Look, exactly. if you're listening on audio right now, Luis Voila. just posted, he just pointed to the uh, word Meraki on his shirt, said that someone else did that part, and he just added the word fit at the bottom and just regular lettering. So oh for our audio listeners. Yes, yes. I'm going to post a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be in uh, an attached file. Yeah. We can find it, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he he actually looked it up. Uh, he was just trying to find words that sounded meaningful. Mm-hmm. And he came up with Meraki, and he showed me. And I was like, yeah, that's it right yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? That's, what does it mean? So it means to do it, to put your all into your passion, like mm. put love into it. So what yeah. you guys are doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, what made you decide to do it as a fitness brand? It just gave me that vibe, mm. to be honest with you. It gave me that vibe because we were first a, a like a street brand. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like everybody was doing a street brand, and I'm just like, you know, kind of want to be different, especially here in Indianapolis. So. Well, and like a lot of people wear athleisure, like just yeah, because you can make anywhere. it almost street style too if mm-hmm. you want to. So mm-hmm. it has more flexibility. Yeah. So. Um, you're not putting yourself in a box yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't ever want to put myself in a box so yeah. i really want i want to do a lot of things with it uh with meraki but and also like i i like fitness in general so i used to work out with a, a buddy of mine that i used to live with but yeah we've been following your journey yeah, congratulations <laughs> actually uh, when i put the question <laughs> box you. up on the podcast page someone and i won't say who because they're embarrassed about this now because they didn't see the episode topic when they asked this question uh-huh um, I'm like intrigued. What? But they no. asked. Who is it? Oh, okay. Um, what can you suggest to someone just starting out at the gym with the sole purpose of getting swole as fuck? <laughs> Eat. 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 Protein. Eat. Eat. Well, is it a male or female? Male. Um. 
Oh, okay. And my boy. <laughs> my boy. Uh, so just um, really just make sure you got to track your calories. There's just no way around it. You have to track your calories. Um, you got to have enough protein in you. Carbs don't really matter. Carbs are really just, um, for females, it's a little different. So it's hard. It's just like the balance, right? It is the balance. Mm-hmm. But like for me, carbs is, the more carbs, the better. Because I don't, I don't, I thought it used to be bad, but it's it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for me. But as long as I you get your protein in, you're actively moving every day. So I do, I try to do 8K steps a day, daily. Drinking hella water. And then working out four times a week. And in, like intense workouts. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Do you have so, a specific style of workout that you do? Mm, like hit or anything like that? Like hit? Weight training. Oh, like high intensity mean? training is oh, hit. Oh, oh, hit. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what is hit? Do I hit, hit something or <laughs> like, like boxing? <laughs> like boxing or something? <laughs> no, um, no, I just like to work out like the whole upper body mm-hmm. one day. So Mondays I do upper, Tuesdays I do lower, and then take a break on Wednesdays. And Thursdays I hit upper, and then Fridays lower, and mm. then rest days for the two days. Mm. So I know people. There's some people that isolate a muscle per day, mm. but I, I don't got time for that. I, I can't go to the gym every day. I'm just yeah. too busy. So yeah. I just kind of have to go ham the days I go. I think like yeah. from your social media, it looks like you're in the gym every day. Like Does it just it? looks like that. I mean, I was there right before I got here. I think it's because but I didn't post it. of like promoting things. Oh yeah, I know. But. <laughs> Yeah. He lied. <laughs> I, I, I just like it because it gets me in my zone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was yeah, it's like, good for your mental health, too. It is. It really yeah. is. I was going to say about your brand, like, even though it's you don't want to be placed in a box, you did. it's more associated with athleisure. And I mm-hmm. think, like, having a healthy body and a, hunt, a healthy mind <laughs> is kind of what it's all about, right? It really like, is. That's yeah. what it is because you'll be able to conquer your goals if, you're, if your mind's right. But you yeah. can't get your mind right if your body's not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, or, like... Yeah, I mean, just I just like it. It, it makes you feel good. It mm-hmm. just makes you feel energized, and when you're confident, you know what I'm saying. And then what we create the clothes that make you feel more confident. On top mm-hmm. of that, so mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, working out gives you like three different happy chemicals every time mm-hmm. you do it. So of course, it like makes you feel good. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, it really uh, releases. Yeah. Like dopamine or something. Uh, or, mostly uh, endorphins. Endorphins. That's what but I was But you for. probably get dopamine from other things that you do while working out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, probably like checking your progress too or, and like mm-hmm. or tracking it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that part makes it easier to stay on track with your diet. Once you're you know seeing results. Yeah. Yeah. And if you work out outside, then you get serotonin and there's just all the mm-hmm. chemicals. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't run. Just letting you know. <laughs> you don't have to run. You don't have yeah, to do cardio. Fuck, fuck I never <laughs> not once ran. My, you run, don't you? I, I mean, it helps. With, I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad. It's no, no, good no. because your lungs need it. But yeah, it's like a full body workout. But mm-hmm. now I just do stairs for 30 minutes. Stairs, but I'll be on that for five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I was just telling my friend about. It. He goes, "Wait, you do 30 minutes?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's easy." He's like, "Are you serious?" Fuck I'm like, that. "I couldn't do stairs no, for five no, minutes." No, no. Easy. 30 minutes on the stairs. I mean, you don't have to go like speed walking the whole time. Just like level seven or whatever. Uh-huh. Are your legs burning by the time you're done? Oh, bad. Just put on Netflix. It'll go by quick. But are your True. legs burning by the time? Oh you're yeah, done? by the time I quit, my mm-hmm. heart. <laughs> skips a heartbeat. It does. It, it skips a heart. Yeah. Like, it skips a heart. <laughs> skips a whole heart. I just die. <laughs> but I'm not thinking about that while I'm going. Right, right. If you've not listened to the podcast, Angelica messes up her words a lot, and that's like half the comedy. <laughs> really funny. I love it. She oh is God. funny. Yeah, you are She's funny. She's the funniest so like... person on this podcast. <laughs> 
No. I'm the brains and she's the funny. <laughs> no, really, you're I the brains. I'm, I'm also brains. <laughs> she on. is. She is. I just meant like me organizing everything. And, oh like, yeah, for sure. Like yeah. doing the socials and setting everything up. Um, I mean, yeah. we're gonna get real deep into oh, it here shit. in a second. Oh shit! Y'all buckle up, cause I did my research, and y'all oh. know how I get when I do my research. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Come. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, that's a whole thing. Yeah, like be as vulnerable as you want. God, like, no I don't pressure. know. I can't. I can't even be vulnerable by, by myself. <laughs> even if you like, even if you say something vulnerable and then laugh it off, that's fine. But like, I was telling Travis before that's I came over here. <laughs> We've cried on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I see us. it. Whoa. I was like, ha! Look at these. <laughs> <laughs> look at them crying. What the? That's good. Who the fuck does that anymore? <laughs> I was telling Travis uh, before all this, like yesterday or today, I was saying like, I feel like Luis is a good person for this topic because I feel like he's like Brian in the fact that he can have a deep conversation and be genuine and vulnerable. Even if it's not like fully vulnerable, you can like add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So let me gas you up a little bit before you get, <laughs> before we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're doing men's mental health. We're doing men's mental health. <laughs> we're doing men. <laughs> this episode is us doing men. Uh, um, you said meth? Meth? <laughs> no, not meth. Meth health. Meth health, yes. Um, a caveat to that is that we will be talking about people socialized as men and who identify as men. So just want to put that out there. Um, we're going to start with a quote of the week. We haven't, we keep like skipping over quote of the week. I also have a quote of the week. Oh, you do. Oh, you first. Uh, <clears throat> what be, if it's the same quote? It would be hilarious. Or not to be. <laughs> okay, I have... So the phrase, I am not enough is not a feeling. It's a belief. It comes from a place of insecurity and trauma. It comes from a toxic culture that tells people you're only worth as much as you can do, as much as you can acquire, as much as you can possess, as much as you can manifest. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I like that. That was nice. It's not a feeling. It's a belief. Mm-hmm. Mm. It really is. Mm-hmm. Okay, mine that's is... That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. Sorry, over. No, over. Look at her no. Hold on. That's it. Compared to that one, like... <laughs> look. Oh, my goodness. Episode 31 with Elise. Look, show the camera. Show the camera. <laughs> I can tell who did their research. So, when I said I was the brains, this is what I meant. <laughs> I'm, I'm the like, same way, Angelica. Yeah. I would have done the same I'm thing. Like, yeah, I'm like, at work listening to TED Talks. And that's it. Duh. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> I probably would have been mid-sense and, like, stopped or something like that. And just like. It's all up here, guys. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, okay, so my quote of the week is, <clears throat> Healed people see different. If I'm not healed, I'll use yesterday's pain as today's perspective. Heal so much so that we can hear what's actually being said without our wounds rewording it. Mm, okay, damn. Our wounds she really tried. Are we getting snaps? She's about to get me thinking today. Oh my god. Oh, I am. Good. Did you come up with well, some statistics? I sure did not. <laughs> literally, sure literally, not. we were texting when I was on my way to work this morning, and she was like, "Okay, what's the plan?" Blah blah blah. She's like, "What should I do?" I was like, "You go ahead and grab the statistics, and I'll do the rest of the research." No statistics. And you still can't do that. I know. that, that just kidding. <laughs> I'll pull them well, up real quick. I had meetings today, which 
whatever. And then, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Fuck the meetings. <laughs> and then afterwards, I, I had to like, like my the higher ups were asking me questions, so I couldn't like focus on two things at the same time. And then I got paranoid because like you're here in person, so I have to clean my house. Mm, and guess. like, not saying my house was dirty or anything, but like. I don't know. It's like your first impression. No, it's of who just I am. yeah. I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, I'm like, like cleaning the bathroom, toilet, and every like literally like. I'm just like. Oh my God. Even, and then they won't even go to the bathroom, which I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to? Come on, just one time. Please, just go in there. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel you completely. I don't know if it's yeah. just the Hispanic in us, because yeah. my mom was like, "Hey, we're having people over, so make sure you clean." You know. They know. They know how dirty. You or are. clean your room. I'm like, they're not gonna go in my room. This just makes me clean. <laughs> they're not gonna go in yeah. there. Speaking go clean the basement. Please, they yeah. will not be in the basement. Please go, go to my room. It's nice. Right. It's like all put together. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Podcast in there. Yeah. Let's just pick up the table and just like shuffle. <laughs> I don't know. I would say pride in, like, I mean, not everything's together together, but, yeah. I mean, you know, it's... And so yeah, and it looks really nice in here. I like it. Like, this is the kind of house I would get, like, mm-hmm. or the kind of vibe that I would go for. Just, uh, yeah. Okay, what are the statistics that you just looked up? <laughs> okay, I just now looked these up, guys. This just in. <laughs> we are here with Kelsey Graham. <laughs> Again? No, I did that Again! Okay, she keeps go. on pulling out my maiden name on me. Can you do some ASMR? Do you like that? No. I don't like I it. I did it when I first started the microphones because I could turn the volume all the way up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is like ASMR. I can't stand that stuff. Travis likes it. He's like, if you could just record some ASMR for me alone, that'd be great. Whoa. Kinky shit. That's some kinky shit right there. I know people are like into that, but. Yeah. Nah. Like eating? Ugh. Yeah, oh, he wanted, no, yeah, he wanted me to do a mukbang. A what? A, what? a mukbang? The it's when you just like eat a ton of food on camera. You've never seen a video of a mukbang? A it Snapchat. Sounds- Oh, it's people eating. Oh, it's gross. It I sounds mean, really like crazy. But sorry if you're into that, but it's yeah. Morally... Hey, no judgment here, man. No, we all got our, we all got our kinks, you know. So not that kinks. <laughs> we heard about Luisa's kinks before we started recording. Oh, whoa, what the I'm fuck? Just oh, I was like, yo, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what kind of information is on the internet? <laughs> oh, statistics. That's what I was about to do. Okay, so the biggest cause of mental health, this is what a thousand men said about their mental health. The biggest cause of mental health issues in men are work pressure, financial issues, and their health. Mm. That's interesting, the health part. Uh, 40% have never spoken to anyone about their mental health. 29% 29 are too embarrassed to speak about it. 20% say there's a negative stigma on the issue. 77% have suffered with symptoms of negative mental health. 40% of men polled said that it would take thoughts of suicide or self-harm to compel them to seek professional help. My God. Wow. That's very moving. Um, And then another one that I had written in my notes was men are three times more likely than women to commit suicide and their mental health triples the risk of depending on alcohol. Mm -hmm. That makes me so sad. Men are three times more likely to -hmm. commit suicide. I've heard that like the, the suicide rate in men right now is like off the charts Mm -hmm. and I'm sure like the pandemic didn't help and the fact that everything is so expensive right now, like providing for your family is really hard. For real. Yeah. So, um, I had a question that I asked you in Insta- in, on Instagram to prepare for, and that was, what does being masculine or a man mean to you, to your family, and to your culture? Mean to me, my family, and culture. 
th- as three separate answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or two separate, depending yeah, on yeah. how you answer it. Um. Um, really, I think a man is somebody that's just emotionally developed, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, people think it's just about like making money or like having a beard or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, like being macho. Yeah, macho and mm-hmm. whatever. But that's not, for me, it's just being able to not uh, cause toxicity for people around you. Not hurt people. Yeah, hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and... What about, like, your family? Do they feel the same way about no, what it takes to be a man? For my family, it's just working and making sure you take care of the family, which is, you know. Which is still good. Yeah, things. it's still good. You know, I do I do believe that is. But if you don't have your mental right, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't do that. You do you know? think that that's lacking in your family, like mental intelligence or, like, emotional no, intelligence? No, for sure, yeah. But it's because of where they grew their up. Their culture. Yeah, their culture mm-hmm. and the way their parents treated them. Yeah. So that was kind of like the conversation we had with Brian, where it's like it's definitely like a cultural thing, but also it's a generational thing. It's both. It is. It is because like as a generation, my parents aren't emotional as emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. as like our generation is. Right. Well, they also didn't have the technology we have now, too. So yeah. It's like to like connect with other to connect people, connect and mm-hmm. the resources and therapy. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of resources now, but also like because of our childhood, we kind of like hesitate to get the help. Yeah. Even I, you know, like, I need therapy bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We all do. You know, but, like, I just, uh, I don't know why. I just, I just, I don't know. It's just, just something about talking step. about, yeah, something about talking to somebody, like, in a deeper level. It kind of scares me. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I just have been why holding it off. You? I don't know. I don't know. Do you subconsciously, I'm, there might ahead. be a reason subconsciously, but mm-hmm. I need to find We're out. We're going to find out today. God. <laughs> Well, I, was gonna say, I, I might. Of, this is, I needed this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is your therapy right oh, here. Geez. I was gonna say someone had once told me that they're afraid of what they might be told. What's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think it. that's my. Yeah, that it's might like be like somebody it. might categorize. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just yeah. someone like telling like, oh, I see this. <laughs> like I'm taking everything you're telling, like all your trauma dumping or whatever, and this is what that is. Mm-hmm. And here's your issues, and mm-hmm. like you coming face to face with that. Mm-hmm. Stop being a bitch. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I actually have something about that, like the the misconception of like someone telling you what's wrong with you. But we'll get to that mm-hmm. later when we get to misconceptions. But um, what I was gonna say was like, do you feel like growing up you had a safe space? to like have your emotions with no, anyone definitely not no no one not, not even like a sibling mm, no not really we were because like i'm the because oldest you guys were not- yeah so it was five years apart now i'm, I'm a little bit more you know cause yeah. we, we all me and my brother lived together but at the time when i was growing up no you know even yeah. when my parents split like i wanted to run away well, Brian, Brian really was, like, probably the only person that I could really trust. So mm. I did call him, and we were talking. I was like, man, I'm going to run away, all this. But I was like, I can't leave my brother. So I was like, you know, I'm just. So I'm Brian just... was your safe space then? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Shout out, Brian. Shout out, Brian. <laughs> and he's still, he's still my safe space. Like, like yeah. I still trust him with, like, some deep shit. I could see that. Like, I, mm-hmm. can, I feel like even though we haven't, other than the podcast and, like, talking about that even though we haven't spoken in 10 plus years i feel like i could open up to him if he were like yeah, right here right now exactly no he just has that energy you know what yeah. I'm saying? so in, in um so mondays and tuesdays we work out together and that's usually when we talk a lot mm-hmm. and we get deep so actually it's pretty cool. i love that men yeah. are for other men <laughs> we don't talk about no, that, that too that, yeah that's yeah. that's very important that's always a have a peak right there well brotherhood is that's a very important so thing important, yeah mm-hmm. yeah Green flag. Green flag. 
green um, fucking flag. Green fucking flag. Um, <laughs> No, but I was listening to a TED Talk today about men's mental health. Hey, hey yo. <laughs> Hello? Sorry, I just, Hello? Hello? I just Hello? Sure it was still recording. Go ahead. <laughs> Cash would say that, like, so we started talking. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> the phone rings. Hello? <laughs> Somebody knocks on the door. Hello? <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's so funny. Um. But yeah, I was listening to a TED Talk today, and I'm going to link the TED Talks I listened to today because they brought me to tears. Like, wow. And they were both um, like big, macho black men like talking about mental health, and I just thought that was so... like That's hot. It is, it, for lack of a better word, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to link them in the show notes because I think everybody should listen to them. Um, they were mostly about like black mental health or like young black men, but they could apply to anyone, of course, but... Um, right. Both of them just really brought me to tears. On, and one of the things one of them was saying related to what you were just saying was that um, on the beginning of his mental health journey was him making friends at the gym. And they would, before they worked out, they uh-huh. would sit in the locker room and have like a 30 to 45 minute conversation, just like sharing with each other and being vulnerable with each other. Uh-huh. And then they would go and work out. So imagine, like, the brain chemicals that are going through your brain while that's happening. Like, you're being validated. You're being listened to. You have a safe space. And then you get all these happy hormones from your Mm -hmm. workout. So, Mm -hmm. like, of course, that becomes, like, oh, I need that again. I need that again. And it's, like, therapy in itself. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was really cool, especially because you brought that up, like, working out with Brian and, like, being able to talk to him and stuff during Mm -hmm. that time. No, definitely. Yeah, it's I look I look forward to Mondays and Tuesdays. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, because Thursdays and Fridays, I'm usually by myself in the gym. I'm like, yeah. this is boring. <laughs> need somebody <laughs> to talk to. Yeah, I'm just like, man, fuck, man, fuck this. I'm yeah. going home. Brian, what you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I don't get as good of a workout. Well, which is, I mean, yeah. you could listen to our podcast while you're working out, and then we yeah, would be in your it. ears. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just have a friend Hello. in your ears. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> we will not respond, but you can <laughs> Just say hello before it starts, and we'll be like, hey, bestie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, heard. Okay, we'll do, we'll do. Um, so and the next segment of this is um, symptoms and signs are different in men, and some of the same symptoms of, like, anxiety and depression are the same, like, where you'll be, like, in bed all the time or, like, really anxious around other people. But anxiety in men actually comes out in ways that, like, we would see as, like, bad behavior. Mm -hmm. So, like, abrasive behavior, abuse, violence, drugs, cheating, Mm -hmm. addiction of any kind, you know, alcohol, drugs, sex, whatever. Um, And the example that I gave to Travis before I came over here was... Like, if someone is, like... I'm rubbing his belly. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just like, what is that? <laughs> Bolin's having a good time. Um, if, like, someone's anxious around a lot of people, and then they walk into a party of a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and they're feeling anxious, as a man, they are socialized not to run out and have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Or, like, say to someone, like, I'm feeling anxious, I need to go. They're socialized to just suck it up and push through Mm -hmm. so then if someone then triggers them then how will that come out in anger or being annoyed or snippy or whatever um and then another part of that that i wanted to mention was there was this guy on tiktok a while ago that was talking about he started therapy and something he realized was where his sex addiction came from Mm. and he told this story about how when he was a young kid they lived in a really bad neighborhood and Mm -hmm. he would get home before his mom 
after school and he would be there for hours until she got off work and he was scared to be home by himself. Like he was probably like eight, ten, eight to 10 years old. Mm. And, um, one day when he was at home by himself, he found his like stepdad's like porn stash or whatever and started looking at the porn. And he realized like while he was doing that, he got like really occupied and was feeling better and like, wasn't as anxious mm. to be home by himself. He was looking forward to that. And so, yeah. And so through therapy, he realized that he was like going through women like crazy. He had this crazy porn addiction and that that was all based in like coping with anxiety mm-hmm. in today's like in, in his life today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy that he figured that out. Mm. And like other men may be struggling with that and don't even know it. That's yeah, a very common, common thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a common thing. No, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot from a lot and of also, people. No, I think yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. I can understand where like a porn addiction is. You you can find comfort in it for mm-hmm. whatever reason, whatever the psychology may be. Mm-hmm. But I think also, it's almost like not excusable either because mm-hmm. it's everyone's responsibility to to like improve yourself if it's right. affecting mm-hmm. other aspects of your life if it's hurting other people you, you have you have to understand that addiction the addiction mind is not the same as a sober mind yeah right. because the addiction mind will kill itself it, you will kill your own body yeah like i i do i like i kind of like relate to that with vaping you know saying like i know it's fucking me up and like i feel like i can't breathe as much as i used to but i can't stop Mm-hmm. So, so I, I'm like, you know, saying that's why addiction people with, with meth, mm-hmm. you're saying yeah. you're, you're seeing your family go down, your life go down, you're in the streets now, but you're still going to look for it. Right. So I, if, it, if you're home alone and you got your phone, then you're same thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until you get caught or something. I don't know. But, that's a good point. I know? think the point that Angelica was trying to make, though, is that even though these are explainable, they're not excusable to hurt other people. Like we should be compassionate in the fact that they're explainable and we can find the root of them, mm-hmm. but you can't expect people to wait around and, and wait for you to get better mm-hmm. just because you know what's wrong with you. Right. I feel right. like there's a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there's people out there that have issues. They know they're aware of their issues. They know where they come from mm-hmm. and they still expect the people in their lives to stick around and wait for them to get better. Right. And they're not even doing anything to try to get better. Yeah. Well, also like being self-aware is like the first step. That is a yeah. big thing. Like you, you have, have to... to know what the fuck you're doing and why you're doing mm-hmm. it. Right. Connect exactly. to something. Like don't just be, well, I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm, like I don't yeah. know why that happens. Okay, figure it out. Right. I think the pain has to be stronger for it for you to change yeah so if you're not feeling that pain yeah either you're a sociopath psychopath whatever i don't know whatever but if it's like or like you just haven't hit rock bottom yet. or you haven't hit rock bottom yet yeah. so it has something it in your bad life enough yeah, it has to, to be bad enough for you to change you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so like i was like with vaping i've i've gone four days without it now so far but oh, only because but i'm not nicotine free because mm. i've been doing zins mm. but it's like uh it's almost like chewing tobacco but it's not it's like a little packet it doesn't have tobacco in it mm-hmm. so it has all that all the negative stuff is out okay. you know so it's just straight nicotine you just put in your gum and it kind of like craves like it hits the, the craving the craving yeah so i haven't smoked and i feel a lot better mm-hmm. i'm not 100 back but now i know i'm gonna need to kick that nicotine mm-hmm. eventually yeah. you know i don't know where i was going with that well what, what, what? um i just have something to say about that first <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you were saying that's how I feel about, and then you just yeah, I like, know, I forgot what I feel but about. But what I was gonna say about that was that um, with people who are trying to quit smoking or nicotine or whatever, 
um, sometimes you have to replace the dopamine with something else. Something, yeah, really. So, yeah. like, you have to find something else that you can get your dopamine hit mm-hmm. from to, like, help you wean off of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's hard. It but sucks. That, but that, that's a sucks. difficult part, too. Yeah, that could be anything. I, I remember... nothing will ever compare to the dopamine you get from... Right, right. Well, people need just... Sometimes you just need a dopamine detox. Mm-hmm. So just no phone. Yep. Nothing. Gotta be miserable for a you while. Might, yeah, you're miserable. You're gonna be miserable, but mm-hmm. that's just you're yeah, gonna have to go through it. It has to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. You know? I remember when I was a kid, my mom stopped smoking for like a year and a half, and when she stopped, um, she replaced her dopamine with peanut M and M's. Yeah. So then. And so yep. she she gained a little bit of weight, but she was like okay with the with the toss up there because like, okay, well I can lose that weight after she didn't like gain a bunch of weight, but it was like the toss up of like, okay, do I want to quit smoking? Then I'm have to gain a little weight first. And Mm -hmm. then, and there are like some, um, they call it secession medications that, um, will make you gain weight when you're trying to quit smoking. Yeah, no, you, you will gain weight because you got to replace that dopamine. You know what I'm saying? So, right. But I rather, depending on what the addiction is, like I'd rather gain weight than, lose a lung or be on a breathing machine when I get older. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it would, it would just make life more miserable, mm-hmm. but like the addictive mind say, doesn't care. Back to that, yeah. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Like it wants the dopamine is going to get it one way or another. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's just, yeah, that's, that's what sucks. True. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so before we go into misconceptions, I kind of wanted to talk about like who's responsible for men, like having bad mental health. And, of course, like, we can't blame one group of people or, like, we can't blame women. We can't blame men themselves. I think generally, like, the bigger picture is society. Mm -hmm. We have to change as a society, and the way we do that is having conversations like this Mm -hmm. and being – and having friends – men having friends who hold them accountable and who – have a safe space for them and create these kind of conversations amongst each other. Um, But – I was gonna say something else. <laughs> cut, cut. Um, Anybody got anything to add to that? No, no I. No, you were you were going. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I was into it. I was like, that oh, was shit. really good. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I she mean, said I didn't finish my notes. <laughs> Let me scroll down to that part because I got these out of order here. I know. I tried to read your notes earlier. And I'm like, the fuck. Oh, I reorganized them probably after you read them. I think so. And then like you would cut off on a sentence, and then I'm like, wait, where was that going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would go back to the next one. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You got to decode the thing or some shit. Yeah. Well, we'll only, get back to. Only Kelsey knows. <laughs> yeah. only These Kelsey are just knows. random. Th- like, literally what will happen is I'll be listening to a podcast. And I'll be like, oh, I need to jot that down. And I'll just mm. jot down an idea. And then later I'll come back and, like, organize them. That's that. Which is what I, I did at, like, 5 o'clock today. So. Nice, nice. I like that. So I it's like probably. This. When like did you this. look? The process. Um, noon, maybe? Oh, yeah. It was not nowhere near complete it didn't even have all all the thoughts in it so um but let's let's go to misconceptions and we'll get back to Uh who's responsible um so one thing that i really wanted to touch on is like do you ever see on social media like say someone posts a video and they're like talking about how like men's mental health is really important say a woman is posting about it Mm -hmm. men's mental health is really important and here's why and then there's a man in the comments that's like yeah but then she'll turn around and call me a pussy or yeah but then she'll turn around and say this like they just contradict the whole thing have you seen that on social media yeah yeah, yeah. okay so and travis used to have a co-worker that was like that comment Mm -hmm. a whole fucking person Okay. Mm-hmm. His whole personality was revolved around that kind mm-hmm. of like mentality. And something that me and Travis have talked about a lot is like, 
if you have women in your life that talk to you like that when you're being vulnerable, when you're just having regular human emotions, mm-hmm. cut them out. Yeah. You don't you do not need to have them in your life, doesn't mm-hmm. matter who they are. Mm-hmm. Or set boundaries with them to let them know that that's not okay. Right. And then if they don't hold to those boundaries, then cut them out. Mm-hmm. But if it's just what you're seeing online and the and the women in your life aren't really talking to you like that, then you need to be responsible for your algorithm, which is what we were talking about before we started recording. If your algorithm is full of women bashing men, you need to pay attention to the women that are actually in your life, not whoever you're seeing on social media, because it's just feeding this toxic narrative in your brain that women hate men or women hate men that are any type of emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. And that's just not true. Like I don't know a single woman who believes that men being emotionally intelligent is a turnoff or is that means that they're not a man. I don't no. know a single woman, a single one. I wasn't going to say you? No, not, not in person, but online, obviously. Yeah. Right. You know? I was going to say, I feel like it's kind of easy, at least for me, I'll hold myself accountable. It's easy to like... <laughs> uh oh, she's laughing. That's not good. Get on the algorithm like men ain't shit. Oh yeah, I have the same thing yeah, with yeah. women. And okay. <laughs> no, no, for real. Like yeah. this guy, like what? Please, what do you want? Well, no, but the thing is, my beliefs you are strong said enough. It to, first, the thing is, like my my belief is strong enough that I understand that I don't believe in that. So right, it's like, like so I listen. And I'm like, that sounds stupid. Right. Yeah. And but, so like, like I remember this one video. I think we shared back and forth. It was like a friend. It was like two, three girls or whatever. One girl starts recording. She goes, oh, my God, I have something to tell you. Oh. And she's like, I like a guy. And then they all start laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, that type it's, of shit. Okay. It's like, just a joke that you even like a guy. Or, like, like oh, my God, g- I like a guy. Red flag. Red fucking flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like this... It's funny, but, like, yeah. it is also adding to the toxicity. Yeah. Right? No, especially the women are, like, against men completely. Like, oh, I don't, men. I don't do yeah. that. Like, though. I'm yeah. like, come on. Like, yeah. this is one chick on my Snapchat that's like, oh, I wish... It, all men will be exterminated in this. I'm like, oh, damn. No, I'm just like, you got some childhood that's trauma. Now, I will say some of that content, like what you're talking about, maybe not that specific girl, but that kind of content is clickbait. They're, they're staging conversations or like making conversations like that on TikTok, Facebook, whatever, to get clicks, to get comments, to get engagement so they can get paid. Probably. But no, she's not. This is no, somebody yeah, I not know. Her. Wow. Not her, but yeah. like I, I people on TikTok actually are like that. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Yeah. Travis that's... will show me a video and be like, oh my God, look at this. I'm like, babe, this is scripted. I can yeah, tell this is scripted. That's why you don't believe everything on the internet. Right. Like, that's, that's number one rule. That's number yeah. one rule. Yeah. No matter how what good it looks. What Angelica? I was going to say, I had a conversation with my cousin, he's male, and he was, it, it got kind of heated, and he was like, oh, I bet you're one of those girl, girls that think, like, all men are shit, and I'm like, absolutely not. Mm. I wouldn't want you saying all women are shit, so why would I have them? Right. I understand just because I had one bad experience with one guy, mm-hmm. I'm not going to encompass that for everyone. Similar, mm-hmm. like, similar to race, ethnicity, like, religion, mm-hmm. like, yeah. why would you base... Yeah. One experience with one bad person or a couple bad people with a whole group of people. Right, generalizing. That's just so mm-hmm. stupid and idiotic. But, but what happens is, because I'm, I'm a victim of this, where it happens so back to back to back that you start believing that. Absolutely. So, like, at one point, I start believing that, like, oh, women were like, any woman that I got, at least, right. you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's the girls that I attracted or I was something. Say, yeah, it could be that, but, like, I've always who had. who you have in your company. Right. Yeah. So, but like. But that's what you gotta understand. Okay, no, it's just this girl, I need to cut her mm-hmm. off. My next experience, okay, another bad one, cut her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, who are, what characteristics are you looking for when you're looking for a girl, right? Mm-hmm. You were talking about a male friend that was saying, like, you asked him, like, oh, who are you looking for in, like, your next girlfriend? 
boyfriend, and he's like, oh, I want her to have a big ass and a skinny waist and whatever. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm I mean, like, that's just a plus, but right. even but, then, but like. The question was. Her, I literally said, hey, what are you looking for in your next relationship? He literally said those things, like right. big ass, big boobs. She's got to be pretty. Wait, okay, who hair. said this? And those are fine. Who said that again? A friend. Oh, a friend. Name. A friend. Was it a guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. That's not a man. But here's the I'm thing. Like, here's no, no, the... no, I'm not. I'm not asking about any of that stuff. Like, I well, can't here's tell the thing. He playing? was talking. No. no. And oh. he was talking about an actual relationship, not like a fling or anything. And so Angelica was like, "Okay, but like, what kind of personality are you looking for? Because if you're not, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not looking for what you want in a wife, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing? Let him learn the hard way. And he will. Oh, oh but. Oh, oh, I, hope he's not, I hope he's not listening. I kind of doubt it. But if he is, you know who you are. <laughs> that That is like a toxic trait that he has. Yeah. Is he thinks all women like, or he'll be, will have one bad experience. Like, oh, girls just want a guy that does this. Okay. What you just told me, you just want a girl that has all these char- like mm-hmm. outer characteristics and whole time you're mad that a girl wants to go out to dinner and have you pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Like, yeah. But you're strict about her physical bro. characteristics. But she has to have big boobs and a big butt. Like, mm-hmm. huh? Like, that, that doesn't really matter to me. Like, if it is, then cool, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just but whatever. But changes. Like, you it understand. Yeah, like, there has to be a baseline of physical attraction, but yeah, that's not what to. matters yeah. to the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Right, right. You got to have some attraction. Bigger picture you know what here. Saying? Sexual and mentally, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Also, I saw a video, I think, like, yesterday. It was, like, this new generation of men, this is how they want to be treated. And it was, like, a girl, mm-hmm. no, it was a guy trying to move furniture and he was kind of struggling with it mm-hmm. and the girl would be like oh babe I, I got this don't worry about it and so she lifts up the furniture and he's kind of like you know twirling you know to the <laughs> like acting like the girl yeah. yes. and then like or he was trying to fix something didn't know how to use the power tool and she's like oh babe it's fine I got it and then mm-hmm. there's so many things wrong with that video because yeah. it's like it's just reinforcing that narrative. Exactly, and, yeah. I, and I hated watching. I'm like, this is it's so toxic. Dumb. And mm-hmm. even if that was the case, even if that was the case with the guy, if that's how he wanted to be treated, that's just him. Let him. Yeah. That one guy. It's not this new generation of men who are soft or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you for thinking that. The girl could have gone in there and helped her. It's a two person yeah, job. Like, yeah. whatever. If she wants yeah. to do it, go well, ahead. You don't, like, yeah. to, you don't know how to work a tool. I know. Let me show yeah, you. Like, yeah, look, exactly. let me tell you something. I like the living room moved around every couple of months because I like she the does. new. That, I'm thing. the same thing. I'm, I'm the same way. Nice. I gotta keep it fresh. Look, if Travis is not in the same. mood to move the furniture around, I'll fucking do it myself. Yeah. I don't give two shits. And he doesn't care that I but do it myself. Like, it why, doesn't make him soft. Care? It doesn't make me whatever. Like, I, he doesn't want to do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, I, prefer, I can scoot the couch across the living room. <laughs> if it's your idea, then you do it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But if you need help, I'll help. Right. But like, you know, I'm not gonna... Like, and to be honest, I will do it like when he's not home. Cause like I like I like the surprise factor. Mm. So like if he's not in the mood to do it, I'm like, okay, fine, we won't do it. And then he's not at home, and I move around the living room, and he walks in, I'm like, <laughs> look what I did while you were gone. <laughs> no, but, I'm the yeah. same way, but not every couple months. But like I like to do it at least every six yeah. months. Just change it around, give it a new fresh. Yeah. I get bored quick, so it's yeah. like you know. My OCD is screaming at you guys. <laughs> really? I can't. No, yeah, I like to move around. Living I mean, room. So I have to move around my bedroom too. I just told Travis that yesterday. <laughs> I already moved my room around like three times, four times, and I've only been there for seven months. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> my room, I, just, I do spot. change a lot. I did room. hear that a person who changes on the outside, like what's going on on the outside, 
they do that because there's something don't, on the inside that can't it. change. I'm just kidding. Okay, let me say Dang something it. about that. Yeah, so you you constantly changing your bedroom around? I like to fart so... when no one's around. I was listening um our favorite podcast, Ladies and Tangents, I was listening to it the other day, and Jerry was talking about how she keeps cutting her hair, and, like, she has this obsession with cutting her hair, and it keeps ending up badly, but she can't stop doing it, and I kept thinking to myself while I was listening to this, I'm like, it's not the hair you hate, it's not the hair you hate, and then I was like, I keep dyeing my hair, <laughs> like, three or four times a year to a different color, Yeah, it's not the hair you hate, mm. but I always did kind of know that, that it's, like, a thing you can control. And so, like, that's why, like, women who get out of relationships, they'll dye their hair or, like, cut their hair because yeah. it's, like, something I can control and, like, have this dopamine hit of, like, a new thing, oh, you know? Oh, right now? Yeah. I want to go back to all my yeah. old black hair. Yeah. Look how ugly it looks now. It doesn't look ugly. I like it. It's so frizzy. It looks I think like, I picked purple on the well. poll, too, I think. On the poll, yeah. Yeah, when you guys voted, what what hair color did she yeah. change it to? Yeah. yeah. I think I said purple. Pretty sure. <sighs> okay, let's move back to the topic. I don't know. I forgot this bar was right here. It's a recording now. Yeah, we need Y'all. a better setup for three people for sure. Need a longer you know, it's table. Like, it's, a, it's a progress. You know? Yeah. Because at least you're I doing mean, we it, have this so. new black tablecloth and this new black mics. Nice, nice. <laughs> no, I like it soft. Oh, no, so yeah. Like this feels <laughs> just like giving me it up and rub it on your face. It's giving me Target. <laughs> it's giving me Target. <laughs> I got it at Walmart. <laughs> there, there you go. I Mainstays. Gone, I should have gone to Target. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. Nah, don't. Overpriced nah. for nothing. That, I, I feel that way. That's why I really don't. Nah, don't go there. I would have gone to Target. It has to, to be like, tree. I need the dopamine of Target to go to dopamine to go to Target. <laughs> you say you need a dopamine. I need the dopamine to go to dopamine. <laughs> It is like just walking into Target sometimes feels. Yeah, I'm not even like. It's literally a marketing. Woman. It's literally like how they display their, their carts. items. Their yes. Carts are so fucking nice. Why are their carts so I much better know. than all other grocery it's stores? Better than Myers is better than Walmart. Kroger almost got them. Some Krogers have like the plastic carts, like how Target is. It's really? the plastic oh. carts. It's just so smooth. It's yes. just Oh god. Put me in it and drive yeah. me around. And then none of the wheels are going like this. Like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like it's just a smooth ride. Yes. It's like when you get really a new car. Yes. Oh, that, I've been, yeah, that's yeah. one of the main reasons I like Target is the carts. And I was gonna say the same thing about Kroger is some of the Krogers have plastic carts and some of them have all metal carts. Mm. And I hate the Krogers that don't have the plastic carts because the metal carts are so janky. But the plastic you carts. Said Kroger? Yeah. Oh yeah, that so is. So like true. the Kroger on Rockville Road over here, they have plastic carts, but the bigger Kroger deeper in Avon only has metal carts. Really? I've never seen them with metal carts. <sighs> Or maybe it must be an older Kroger. Yeah. I don't know if it depends on like how old the Kroger is, but the plastic carts they glide better and they're yeah. just the right height. And all of these is all right too. So yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not too bad. They're too wide. Why, we, why is this a thing? <laughs> <laughs> why is this a thing? First of all, why are we just? I was like, damn, that's crazy. Okay. That's nice. The next misconception that I have is, and so this is something I saw on TikTok coming directly from a therapist Mm -hmm. and that's that therapists are not healthy people treating sick people therapists are also sick people just trained to help other sick people that's fucked but it's it's actually like more comforting to know that it's not like a therapist on their high horse like looking down on you and your sickness yeah they're saying like i can relate to you and say like i have issues too like i'm just more trained to deal with them but what are they giving the wrong advice (laughs) That makes me not trust therapists now. I actually prefer 
prefer the other way. I, I, I want the high horse and mm. knowing have it all figured like, out. Like I want, I, like they could have gone through their bullshit, but like yeah. they gotten better from there. But like if they're yeah. sick too, if, how are we gonna help each other if we both drowning, brother? We both drowning. Grab the stick. Grab the stick. Grab the stick. Kelsey, you should have said that. No, okay. I don't want no, I'm never. okay but you take my advice and i don't have it all figured out i'm never finding a therapist now see what you did <laughs> look i just dropped the mic on her ass and you didn't even hear it what you say she takes all my advice and i don't have it all figured out that's because i'm easily I take convinced it, obviously I take you are easily convinced <laughs> i put it to consideration but i don't fully like depending on who telling the, the advice like, okay but the, at least they... sometimes i just like them just to listen i don't want your advice i just mm. want you to oh, listen i, yeah. I told it to someone <laughs> like hey i just want to vent i don't need yeah. you to tell me what to do or mm-hmm. what your opinion is like i just need to get this out yeah yeah mm-hmm. i i catch myself like trying to fix yes <laughs> i'm a fixer so i'm like i just need you to listen well so not necessarily well yeah fix but the reason is because like my nature is problem solving so i'm like if you bring me a problem i'm gonna solve it for you this is this is what you need I to do this this, this and this solve, solve world hunger yeah that's a task. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's too big. It's too big for my brain to conceptualize. Um, okay, so the next misconception is um, that people think, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, is that people think that if you go to therapy, then the therapist is just going to tell you that you're a piece of shit. And if you tell your therapist all the bad things you've done, they're going to be like, oh, well, you're a horrible person. Well, yeah, going back to confronting the truth mm-hmm. and like being face-to-face with what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But really, in reality, a therapist will validate your feelings and say, okay, well, how could you have done that differently? Mm-hmm. They're not going to harp on like what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that's something that I really wanted to put into this episode is like you don't have to be afraid of like going to a therapist and then saying like you're a horrible person because mm-hmm. they're not going to do that. It's not the point of therapy. Mm-hmm. The point of therapy is to get better and no one gets better by shaming mm-hmm. anyone or themselves. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the next one um, is, and I heard this recently in a podcast too. Everything I hear is from podcasts and TikTok. If you haven't uh, you gotta, figured that out. You got to put yourself in the, the world because you're doing podcasts too. So you got to yeah, listen to other podcasts. Right. So that's smart. That's smart. Um, the next one is that anger is a secondary emotion. So if someone is angry, like, well, first of all, I've heard a lot lately that we should be like reconfiguring how we consider anger in like everyday life. Mm -hmm. We really think that like anger is a bad emotion. Like we shouldn't feel angry. It's not about the feeling being a bad emotion. It's Mm. about the reaction to feeling angry, Mm -hmm. what you do with it. So if you're not hurting anyone when you're feeling angry, it's okay to feel angry because that is coming from something else. Mm -hmm. You have felt slighted from someone or someone has crossed your boundaries or someone has hurt you in some way, like emotionally, Mm -hmm. then you feel angry and that's a natural human emotion. And that's something that we should still like be able to recognize and work through. And what's the word I'm looking for? Be emotionally intelligent about your anger, basically, Mm -hmm. instead of saying like, Oh, this is a bad emotion. I shouldn't be feeling that or like feeling guilty. Then after you feel angry or expressing yourself. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like for me, that was a big thing when I was growing up. I guess I don't know how I just even like came upon, but I didn't know how to express my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even even when I got in trouble at school, I all I knew was how to smile. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Even when I was hurt, I was like, just smile. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't know how to confront people. I didn't know how to like 
just tell people like how tell I felt. Tell people they yeah. hurt you or yeah, they hurt me mm-hmm. or, or express like boundaries. yeah, express yeah, and especially boundaries. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying that's something that I'm still learning till this day. You know yeah. how to how to do it properly, but um, yeah, I just didn't know how to. I mean, like you said, no one in your household was a safe space for you to talk about. Your yeah, right. so maybe that could have been so it how right could there. You, how could you even learn how to express it if no one around you was even there to listen, or right. if no one around you knew how to express their right. own feelings? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So you were that wasn't modeled for you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't modeled for me either. Like it definitely was not mod- modeled for me mm-hmm. or or you, right? Mine was just like anger and screaming. Yeah, yeah. people at one point are like, "Do you ever get angry?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm angry a lot. Just, yeah, I don't know how, how to. Sh- I, I don't know how to show you guys. I don't want to." cause a scene right because i think because when i did get get angry at home i get like a whooping mm. you know what i'm saying just for feeling angry yeah you know or i got yelled at so when i brought it yeah discouraged so when i went out in public because i remember this one person was like dude you i've never seen you angry or nothing you're like the most peaceful dude angry? i'm like bro peaceful on the outside but it's a war in my head you know mm. what i'm saying so it's like that's not right yeah i know but yeah. like you know it's not it's not my parents fault they they didn't know any better right. you yeah. know but it's my responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, so deal with that. exactly. Do you also feel like if you like express those emotions to people that you trust, that you'll be a burden? Yeah, I do feel like a burden sometimes. But um, I don't know why. I just subconsciously, I just feel like that. But it is what it is. Well, it comes from getting a whooping when you're angry. Like, yeah, yeah. That was true. a burden to your parents for you to be angry. So like yeah. in your head, you've been programmed to think any emotion that you're feeling that's extreme is a burden. Mm-hmm. It's just not right to be feeling that. Right, exactly. Yeah, I feel guilt, I guess. I don't mm. know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I, like I feel like after I get angry about something, I will then feel guilty after it. Like mm-hmm. I, if I cry after I'm angry, it's because I feel guilty for being angry in the first place. Even if it was, like, justified, I feel, like, and maybe it's more guilt about, like, my reaction to it, but Mm -hmm. I do, I've noticed that recently, that the emotion that comes after being angry is usually guilt, and that's, like, causes me, like, so much internal pain that I, like, cry about it. It does. It sucks. (laughs) oh yeah you're like yeah fuck that bitch yeah when when i get angry i'm you know it's justified you stand on business i stand on business well it goes back to like like we're some gen zers or some shit in here hey no cap no cap (laughs) you said no cap (laughs) well so in Chelsea, last time like when i don't apologize often so when i do you know that shit's genuine like Mm -hmm. when you've really angered me i'm such a passive person like you can literally treat me like shit and I'll still worship the ground you walk on. So when you do anger me, that's validating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've never felt guilty about it because I've always felt like, okay, now you've pushed me to my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Now, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks for you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for your condolences. <laughs> I feel so much better. I feel so much better now. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's all. That's all I needed. Um... so i'm trying to understand this note because this is something i jotted down while travis was talking to me and i don't oh okay okay i remember it excuse me i'll cut that out so (laughs) um something that travis was telling me that really like annoys him when it comes to like men's relationships with other men and like their friendships and stuff is when another man puts you to the standard of being like a real man, like quote unquote, a real man. Mm -hmm. And to them, that means like you can't hold them accountable. You need to be like a man's man. Like you need to be okay with whatever shit they're doing. 
instead of like holding them accountable. And that's he like not a friend. he knows men that are like that. That's not a friend. Exactly. And I wanted to bring that up because I feel like in society, like men's relationships with their friends are so fucked. Like <laughs> that's one thing I will he say. Someone specific. <laughs> I thought of a group of people. <laughs> wow. That's one thing I will say that girls know how to do better than men is to have friendships. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's because of the way we were raised. It's the way we're socialized. Because if men can't be vulnerable with each other and can't hold account- each other accountable, then they're not going to ever have genuine friendships. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the genuine genuinity genuine. Um, but my point in that was like i know that like travis has friends where it's like this i can tell by like just the way he talks about their conversations like this is not the type of friend you need like this is Mm -hmm. so fucking toxic and i'll give you an example it will be like it's like for lack of better phrase, it's like they're dick swinging with each other. Like who has the bigger what? dick? Who's done uh, more in their lifetime? Who has more experience doing this or that? Yeah. And it's like, why are you even talking about this? You're fucking 30 years old. Mm-hmm. You have a family. Like both of them have a family. Why are we comparing who, who's done what and who has experience with what? And like, why do you think somehow you're better than me? Or better than anyone. Mm-hmm. Trying to one-up each other. Trying to one- yeah, yeah. trying to do that. And, like, Travis will try really hard to, like, be the bigger person and not do it. But he gets sucked into it when it starts. Because sometimes like, it takes you off. And you're just like, fuck you. Yeah. And I know this one dude that really did that to me. I was on the cruise ship. And he he's, like, 50. You know? And I was drunk. And you don't fuck with me when I'm drunk. Because that's <laughs> when I really, like, no feelings. Like, I, I express myself then. <laughs> no feelings, yeah, but I will like, express myself. Like, I like, not, not feeling like, uh, like no, you know like, what I'm talking about? Just not like, holding yourself you, back. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, he fucking, I can't remember what he was saying. I don't know, but it just pissed me off. And I just, like, went off on him. And he's a big guy. So, it's like, he looked at me. He was, like, about to whoop my ass. But I was, like, I stand on that shit. Like, mm. you know what I'm well, saying? You're what a 50-year-old man that's picking up my trash every Monday. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, real story. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. We're just, yeah. So, because he started talking shit first. So, I was, like, all right, okay, I'm going to so put like, you in place. That's, like, the dick swinging stuff. Like, a guy purposely doing that to another guy to get a reaction out of yeah, him. Yeah, but I think it's uh, I think that's uh, due deep down is do with uh, due to like jealousy. Mm-hmm. You, or like insecurity. You can see, you, I see you're doing better, and I so I'm gonna try to find a way or to look down. better to look down. On yeah, you. and to tear yeah. you down, you know. And yeah. that's what he was doing with me, because because mm. later on he was like trying to fight me, and he was like he said uh, something about pretty boy, like you know what I'm saying. So I'm like I said, like, he is pretty ugly, but. <laughs> but i knew he but he knew yeah (laughs) i was like i I know i know so like he yeah so but i I knew he that's something that he was insecure about you know Mm -hmm. and his wife just left him too by by the way Uh, hey fuck it he's not gonna listen to this you never know i'm just kidding no he's not yeah never know why do you think okay so you said insecurity right yeah insecurity is jealousy just like like we if we're in the same friend group I kind of want to keep you leveled. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, yeah, do you hold your friends accountable and do your friends hold you accountable? Mm-hmm. Uh, both both ways. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You found a group of guy friends that do that too. Yeah, I don't have, like, I don't really have, like, a lot of friends that I hang out with a lot because I'm busy a lot. Like, so really, like, Brian and uh, Nelson, my team, literally from Meraki, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We, we hold each other accountable, like, because, you know, we're, we're always, like, 
motivating each other mm-hmm. you know like hey you're doing a great job you're doing this keep going i go uh affirmations like, yeah like i go i spent like a hundred dollars on uh my boy aaron's uh you know uh fashion show just mm. so i can go watch him just go to chicago now i'm going to new york in february to go watch him again mm. and he support. has to sell these tickets to be able to like you know what I'm saying mm. so i do it just so i can support him you know so yeah that's yeah. really cool that's how i i, I do things like that so i can get the energy back you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying just like recycle it so we right. can help each other boom, right. boom, 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 you know you're saying? feeding you're filling each other's cup basically yeah so we're, you know what I'm saying that's how it works we got to mm-hmm. get to the top together we can't you know i can't just see, keep you getting cracked, from you you've cracked the code of female friendships say, yeah, <laughs> oh did i that's what it is filling oh. each other's cup is like the biggest thing is like i'm gonna be gay i'm just, like, <laughs> just kidding it's no, given take really self-aware and like if we could have more men i'm, like I'm painfully self-aware <laughs> what would you say? I sound painfully <laughs> self-aware with a lot of shit. But that's great. But that's though. a good thing. Though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it will stop you from hurting people intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, that is true. Because I've hurt a lot of people in the past, and you know, looking back at it, I'm just like, "Fuck, why did I do that?" You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but you know, sometimes those those kind of pains will stay around, you know, for a long time, yeah. and it's like. You can't really do nothing now because they're long gone or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, well, they're dead. So, oh. you know, so it's just stuff like that you have to you live with. You can do something, though, to, like, help with the guilt. You can, like, write them letters but not send it to them. I just talk to God. So yeah, that's what I do. Honestly, that's what helped me a lot with, uh, like, mental mm-hmm. mental issues and stuff like that. Just talking to God, mm. you know. I'm still practicing my faith. It's hard. It's really hard, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I, I question a lot, so... Mm-hmm. And to hear the rest of that conversation, you'll have to head over to part two. See you there.